I guess the most appropriate thing to say is he's back. That's right. Jalen Ramsey returned to practice yesterday on a limited basis, and he's back at practice again today, and it appears that he'll play this Sunday. This is Tony Wiggins with Locked On Jaguars, and this is your Jacksonville Jaguars report on a Thursday. The Jaguars go out to practice today, and it appears, based on the conversation that Shai Khan in an interview had today, that Jalen Ramsey will suit up. Josina Anderson from ESPN reported uh, sort of cryptically that Jalen said, and I'll quote, I'll listen to my body, but I guess that means his body is going to tell him definitively that he will play. Says a lot to me, and what it is is maybe a heart-to-heart talk with Shah Khan had a profound effect on the decision that Jalen has made to play in this game after he visited the specialist in Houston this past weekend. So, you know, I wouldn't really be surprised if these conversations between Jalen and Shah Khan or Jalen and Doug Marone don't go the way that a lot of us may assume that these things are going. And, you know, in the media a lot of times, uh, or even just period, sometimes folks what they like to do is imagine how something's going and it and that imagination or whatever they think about how something's going is based on their personal feelings about it. Um, I, I've seen reports where people say, well, Shad's going to have a sit down. We'll see how this goes. All of a sudden there's an announcement that Jalen is going to play in the game. And then that means that Shad really got on him and admonished him or used the fact that Shad's an, you know, is a smart man worth $8 billion. So therefore, you know, he knows how to influence people and all of this stuff. I, you know what? I, I really think there's mutual respect. I, I believe uh, Shai Khan respects Jalen's talent, respects his, his his opinionated strength that he shows, or some people call it immaturity or whatever. And I think Jalen Ramsey respects the fact that Shai Khan has a respect for him. And these things may go a little bit differently. So if I was a fly on the wall, I would guess it's like, come on, man, if you can push it, we need you this game play for your teammates we'll work all of this stuff out when we can but you said you were going to play as hard as you can for the Jags and you know last week even though we lost the game last week maybe since they didn't really have a a true number one wide receiver we probably thought we could pull it off without you we kind of need you this week though and the fellas need you this week if we can win this game this week man you know things will look good for us schedule wise and We'll monitor the way you practice and this, that, and the third. All right, you got it. I'll play. I'm getting paid. I'll play. There you go. You know, so maybe it goes like that. Uh, Maybe this is a game where Jalen Ramsey, who uh, even if folks are right, uh, you know, and he said he he wants to get traded, maybe this is a chance for him to showcase his ability. And he also has a mulligan built into this, by the way. If he doesn't play well against Michael Thomas – Remember, he hadn't practiced, and his back, and his timing is off. But if he does play well against Michael Thomas, the way he's played in the past against DeAndre Hopkins and some other people, Antonio Brown, even though Antonio Brown would always get numbers, Jalen would still uh, get interceptions from Ben Roethlisberger and, and be right there contesting everything Antonio would do. So it's an opportunity for Jalen to showcase his talent. The Jaguars win the game, and he plays well. It showcases his value to the team even more so. So I'm just glad the, the the saga, if you will, and I'll admit most of this is created by Jalen Ramsey and how he moves a little bit. And then the majority of it is, is created by 
fans and media that get sort of pissed off with the 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 way when I say the way he moves, I mean is you'll make a lot of noise and then you kind of go away and then everything after that is really cryptic. To make a lot of noise says I want to be traded and then you come back and have a, a you know profanity laced press conference and then you don't play and then you do play and then you don't and then you don't practice and you know it, it's kind of all of this stuff kind of turns into it, it takes on a life of its own really and none of us really really know how these conversations go but this is a huge game so when huge games the competitive nature of anybody will come out in a huge huge situation but man jacksonville has an opportunity if they beat if they beat new orleans and i know it's the nfl that schedule looks very very favorable moving forward so if they get this game they'll have tons and tons of momentum going into the next several weeks so as we head into the weekend action against New Orleans, I'm very, very excited about this game. But anybody who's followed me or has heard me speak in the past about football, I always say that when a game like this comes, you have stars on both sides, but the difference is always the others. I don't feel that way this week, and I'll tell you why uh, in just a few seconds. So I want you to buckle your seatbelts up and wait for that. But while you're doing that, I want you to make a memory that lasts a lifetime and let Vivid Seats app help you get your favorite live event that help you get those tickets right in your pocket so you can go check it out enter promo code kickoff at checkout to receive a discount of up to 100 dollars. all right kickoff to get 100 dollars. vivid seats man vivid seats is a sponsor for today's show you need to download that app stick around for segment two of locked on jaguars All right, it's your man T-Wig here, folks, and I want to tell you guys about a company called Roman. That's right, Roman. And they have a product called Roman Swipes. Let me tell you what it is. They're clinically proven ways, and they're swipes, and they help you last longer in bed. That's right. They're effective, easy to use, and fast-acting, but don't require a prescription. Roman can ship swipes to you in a discreet, unmarked package, and each swipes packet is small enough. That's right, small enough to hide in your wallet for whenever you need it now here's what you got to do you're going to get ten dollars off of your first order of swipes and free two-day shipping at getroman.com slash locked on nfl that's right all one word locked on nfl that's getroman.com slash locked on nfl for a ten dollar off and free two-day shipping that's right getroman.com slash locked on nfl roman is the truth man give it a try Hey, welcome back to segment number two, where I usually point out about the others. And what I mean the others is when you have games that have a lot of stars in it, normally what happens is those guys cancel each other out to the point where the most significant uh, thing now becomes what do the other guys on the team do? Uh, you know, what, what can they get accomplished to help out those star players. I don't think that's the case this week. And, and the reason why is because I think it's extremely important uh, how this game goes based on whether or not Jalen Ramsey plays or not. Now, Todd Wash talked today about how it felt good to have Jalen back at practice uh, yesterday. Uh, he, he mentions ha having him on the grass. And when you hear Todd Wash talk about Jalen Ramsey, you realize the type of admiration for his talent that he has and the respect that he has for Jalen. Um, if he plays, sure, you can lock him up 
And I'm going to paraphrase Washington. You can basically put him on one side of the field and you can say, I don't have to worry about that wide receiver. The other part of it is if he doesn't, you then have to figure out a way to roll coverages and guys have more responsibilities. Um, and, it, and it's really, really critical that guys figure out how to do their job. Uh, the other thing is when Todd Wash spoke of Alvin Kamara, he talked about Alvin Kamara being similar to, and this caught me a little bit about surprise, but when Todd was in Seattle, he said that Kamara was similar to Beast Mode, Marshawn Lynch. But then when he gave the explanation of why he feels that way, I kind of really bought into it. He says he's an angry runner. So the difference now between uh, Christian McCaffrey and Kamara is this. I don't know who's bigger. Uh, McCaffrey gives you a lot of wiggle, a lot of, of course, straight line track speed. And he's also tough and very athletic. The thing with Kamara is he it's almost sneaky how he appears to do, get away with stuff. And what I mean by that is I've seen him in a pile and and he keeps his legs moving and those legs don't stop moving. I bet you if you look really close, he's one of those guys kind of like Gardner Minshew. If you see him in person, they have tree trunk legs. They have real, real big thighs. So you'll see him break away from arm tackles when guys try to grab his legs a lot more than you'll see guys like Christian McCaffrey do that. And I think that's what Todd Wash kind of, means or implies when he says uh th th that the kid is an angry runner um the stars really matter drew Brees is a star that we know we won't see the future hall of fame of course uh but we will see a guy that is looking like a superstar every time we see him uh week by week and that's Gardner Minshew the quarterback for the Jacksonville Jaguars um this is going to be a huge game for him it's also going to be a huge game uh for the rookie right tackle out of Florida uh, because Cameron Jordan is a beast and Cam switches up sides now sometimes he uh, lines up on the right side sometimes on the left side but this little kid Dunlap now this second year kid that New Orleans gave up two first round picks for is 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 for real I don't know it's not Dunlap Carlos Dunlap plays for Cincinnati but the the second year player that New Orleans has at uh, defensive end number 92 he is also for real he's coming into his own his very long arms he has tremendous athletic ability and he reminds me of Carlos Dunlap that's what I've meant I've always said that when I watched him play um, in college and right before the draft right before the 2018 draft um, the stars are going to be to me what determines who wins this game uh, we know about the stars on offense and defense for both teams. The others are going to be maybe the determining factor for who doesn't do something stupid to allow the team to win the game. I don't think the others making plays is going to win it one, or, one way or another, but I do think the others in terms of making mistakes is going to be able to uh, determine what the game is. Now, look at the stars on Jacksonville's defense, of course. It's Yannick Ngakwe last week who had his best game. And Todd Wash talked about after last week's game how Yannick had been doing things for, you know, the sake of the team, some stunts, and doing team things. He he texted Yann after the game last week and told Yann a great game. And Yann says, hey, man, I feel bad that we lost. Um, and that's really, really the attitude that you want your players to have is you want the players – uh, to not worry about individual stats, even in a, in a guy like Yannick's situation in a contract year. 
he does think about the team more than he thinks about himself. So Tyreek Armstead is a, a tremendous player for New Orleans. He's, he's one of the best. Armstead's one of the best tackles, the left tackles in the NFL. So Yannick or uh, Josh Allen or whoever lines up on that side is going to have a, a rough go at it if they're not on their game. Um, I want to see Marcel Darius play a little bit better than he did last week. And I'm not sitting there. I'm going to sit there and tell you I thought he was awful. But he wasn't his dominant, normal, dominant self, ex- with the exception of on the two-point conversion from, from Carolina. So for me, um, I think it's going to be absolutely critical that they get good play and good push from inside to, to sort of push Teddy Bridgewater, who's six feet, maybe six one at best, to kind of push Teddy Bridgewater out towards the edge rushers, whether that be uh, Yannick or Josh or either uh, on some stunts from Calais Campbell. I, I really do think Calais Campbell bothers these shorter quarterbacks. Um, I, I think Peyton is going to implement a system where he gets the ball out of his hands quickly. I think you see a little bit of trickery, a little bit of misdirection based on the success that Sean Payton probably saw North Turner have with fake reverses and probably see a lot of stuff where he sprints out either Taysom Hill or when he's in the game or uh, Kamara. Uh, You may see a little bit uh, heavy doses of Latavius Murray, who hasn't really done much for New Orleans, but uh, he came here a couple of years ago with the Raiders and had a lot of success running up the middle. Teams, you know, you want to test the middle of the Jaguars to make sure that you keep the pass rushers honest and that those guys aren't getting out of their lanes. And then the linebackers haven't really had a a lot of success this year of filling a gap. So that's why I think the stars are very, very, very important. Uh, The guys uh, who you expect to have to play well. If Jalen Ramsey does play, it's a lot of mano a mano that's going to go on between him and Michael Thomas. If Ramsey doesn't play, I'm just wondering if they're going to give A.J. Boye the same treatment that they give Jalen Ramsey and let him go one-on-one uh, with Michael Thomas. Uh, they have a sneaky, sneaky way of getting the ball to the tight end. Uh, not quite in the flat, but sort of a deep flat, almost like on a, a, a flag route a little bit, where they throw what would normally be a, a a route out into the flat but instead of five yards beyond the line of scrimmage it's about 12 yards beyond the line of scrimmage so you got to watch that because they'll clear everything out and and run everybody deep and then on a rollout because the linebackers have to stay at home a lot with the running backs you'll see them work that that deeper flat area right near the first down marker so jacksonville's gonna have to really be sound in their approach uh defensively when it comes to dealing with uh, when it comes to really dealing with uh, Teddy Bridgewater and the crea- creativity of Sean Payton on Sunday. I, I mentioned Gardner Minshew, and we're going to talk about Gardner Minshew a little bit more as we move forward. The thing with Gardner Minshew for this game is this is a big enough game around the, the National Football League where if you if – you, Normally, what's happened since Gardner's taken over as quarterback, you've seen that be the big story. Gardner, 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 Gardner. Well, this game, this game, I believe, is bigger than just talking about the phenomenon of Gardner Minshew. This, this, this game means, you know, all of the stars are out, and he's just one of them. And it's funny that we're mentioning him right now in the same breath as all of these other super players, but 
it is what it is. So moving forward, what I want to do is I want to talk about Gardner Minshew and his impact on this game from a football perspective, not from a mustache perspective, not from a shades perspective, not from a hairband perspective, but from a football perspective. I'm going to tell you what I think he has to do well, and I'm going to tell you the things he has to get away from if the Jaguars are going to be successful this weekend. Fellas, if you ever find yourself wishing that you could make some extra cash with your NFL knowledge, at MyBookie, they want you to make your dream come true this season. That's right. Right now, all players are invited to play in a free $50,000 Survivor Contest. Winner takes all. Contest starts October 8th and closes October 14th before the start of the Monday night game. So I hope you guys are already involved in that because it started on the 8th of October and it ends this week. I want to see who the result of that and who gets the great win on my bookie. I'll tell you what, you can if you go right now on mybookie.ag and use the promo code locked on. That's right, the promo code locked on to activate your offer. Promo code again is locked on for you to double your cash at my bookie by playing parlays. You can change your bet at halftime if you don't like it. You can do that when you visit mybookie.ag where you play, you win, and you get paid. Now, I wouldn't be telling you guys this if my bookie was not the best site to go to for this. I've tried a few and none of them compare to my bookie. So use the promo code locked on and visit mybookie.ag today. All right, welcome back, man, to the third and final segment of Locked on Jaguars. I'm Tony Wiggins uh, on a Thursday, a bit of an abbreviated edition on a Thursday. I kind of waited later to do this podcast because I wanted to see what was really going on after practice. I wanted to hear what Todd Wash had to say. He's in real good spirits. He's in very, very good spirits. Um, And so is John DeFilippo, and he has every right to be. Um, John DeFilippo has done things for Jaguar fans that they haven't seen in a long time. And that is like, wow, where'd that come from? I mean, how many times have you watched the Jaguars this year and at least three or four times go, damn, that was nice. Woo, what a play he dialed up. Those are the things that's been missing. And those are the things to me that the the greats do. Andy Reid, North Turner, they do that. They wow you with play calls. And... In the process of calling these games, you're, you're shocked and surprised at sometimes at some of the things that they do. And that's a good thing because if you're shocked and surprised, so is the defense from the other team. So uh, briefly, I'll tell you what I, I think the do's and the don'ts are. I'll start with the don'ts since I'll do the bad news first and save the dessert for last. Gardner can't turn the ball over like he did last week. When he gets pressure, and he's going to get pressure. Dennis Allen has done a real good job of mixing up things, sending guys up the A-gap to go along with Cameron Jordan rushing on the other side. And Davenport, that's his name, the second-year defensive lineman that the Saints traded, uh, gave up an extra first-round pick to Green Bay for. They've done a really good job, and they're athletic and they're fast. So the tackles, I, I think the rookie will be fine on the right side for Jacksonville. I'm a little bit worried about Cam Robinson because he's been getting a beat with a lot with speed because of his feet. And I'll leave that to the experts, but I did hear from some former players that say it's not his strength, it's not his talent, it's just his feet that are that are messed up right now. That's not a good thing for Sunday. Um, Minshew's going to have to also get the ball out of his hand quickly. They're going to have probably run a lot of short routes. 
They're going to have to get some yards on first down to help Leonard Fournette out, and Fournette's going to have to help Minshew. But we talked a lot about Jalen Ramsey, but there's a guy right now on the other side of the ball, number 23 for the New Orleans Saints, and that's Marshawn Lattimore, who can stake a claim right now as one of the three best corners in the league. And outside of one game that he's had against DeAndre Hopkins where he gave up two touchdowns, this kid has been lights out and has probably played better than any corner has all season long. So Marshawn Lattimore, I wonder who's he going to guard. Are you going to see Marshawn Lattimore on DJ Chark or are you going to see him play a shell defense and play on one side? Minshew cannot make the mistake of trying to go against Marshawn Lattimore too many times, especially if you're going to throw the ball and the ball's going to hang in the air because those will be turnovers. So he cannot turn the ball over, ball over if they want to be successful. What he has to do, get the ball out quickly, be decisive. I think Filippo has to roll him out a little bit, give him some max protection, use the recently acquired Ben Koyak to do some chipping or Jeff Schwain to do some chipping on those defensive ends when they do roll him out. Create situations where that pass rush slows down a little bit and doesn't overcommit. And then when they do that, you have them on the heels, then you start banging four and that up the middle. That, to me, is the key for Gardner Minshew. Don't put the team in bad down and distance situations. Don't create field position swaps when you turn the ball over. Don't try to do too much. Stay and play within yourself. And when you are doing the improvising and the improvisation stuff that you do so well, what he needs to do is make sure that he has the ultimate ball protection. When you have special teams, meaning a kicker and a punter, that are playing so well that allow bad field position to be turned into good field position, then that means the players on offense don't have to take unnecessary chances. You're not desperate to flip things over because your punter can do that. And then you're also not desperate to try to get too close because your field goal kicker can hit it from St. Augustine. Use the things around you. Don't get caught up in the hype and try to do too much if you're Gardner Minshew. And I think Jaguar, the Jaguars will be right in the middle of that game or right in the heat of the game in the fourth quarter, and they'll have something to say about what the outcome is late in the game, and that's all you want. All right, we'll do Friday, uh, the podcast, the Friday podcast tomorrow. Uh, all right, Jaguar fans, we're getting ready for this weekend. And um, hopefully things will turn out real good this Thursday at TIA Bankfield.